Foul Territory is presented by Gizzard Gary Productions. It is recorded from my weekly YouTube program, which is live-streamed every Friday at 9 p.m. Central. It is a firearm and 2A-related panel discussion, where I and my panel discuss current news and events, along with audience interaction, casual conversation, and friendly banter. What will you learn today? And now, ladies and gentlemen, Foul Territory. And good evening, everybody, and welcome to Foul Territory 227. I am your host, Gizzard Gary, and it is Friday, the last Friday in July, July the 28th, 2023. So, welcome to the show. And, uh... Let's say hello to everybody out there in the audience. First one out there was John Z, New York Outcast with Disabilities. Uh, Mike White, 2A Advocacy, is out there in the audience. PA Reloader is out there. Plain Nut 767 is in the audience. And then we have Blitz. And then we have Lakeview Outdoors is in the audience. Followed by Chicago Mike the Shooter. And Weston Probst wanting to know, am I late? We're always late here. Uh, GGW Outdoors is out there from the Georgia Shooting Connection chat. Uh, Clint Torres is with us this evening. Uh, Scrolling down the list, we also have Chessboard in the audience. And we have, don't recall if I mentioned Blitz or not. Blitz is out there. Hillbilly up out there and in here. Travis T is in the audience. Alaska One Andy is out there. Justin Grimm is in the audience. Uh, Ron 2A Matters is out there. No way. Way. Uh, let's see. We also have Mike Oxmall. I made it. Hello, Mike. Uh, Honcho Fit is in the audience. Thanks anybody who's listening to Sarge being here. So, uh, sorry, I didn't I'll... have any cellophane. <laughs> also, see an anniversary chat from Travis T, <laughs> a member for 12 months from the for the Gizzard Gang. Thanks for, uh, Thanks for being out there and sticking it out. Oh, wait. That's probably a good thing, isn't it? Uh, we also have Guns of Barbecue, who is out there and in here, says, guess I should comment. So, uh, very, very good. I also see, pop him in at the last minute, Ozzy Orsborne, barking at the moon. So, welcome, Ozzy. We have 17 people out there already, and we're just, just, getting started uh 223dmr just showed up so yep we're gonna have a good show tonight so speaking of good shows well you can't have a good show without a good panel so uh let's go ahead and uh bring them on board and see what they have to say so uh to my right my co-host with the co-most he comes to us from the state of North Carolina. He is, of course, the oracle of knowledge, the voice of reason, and the man of orange. Let's welcome Obnoxious One. Yo. Yo, indeed. And then below him, on the second row, he comes to us from Did the Keystone State. Did you just say below him? Below. Below you. Thank you for the clarification. Obi. I was a little yeah. worried. Yeah. At any rate, <laughs> you and me both. <laughs> yeah. So much for serious show. Um, comes to us from the Keystone State, and he not only shoots things with his guns, but then he cooks them. Let's welcome Guns and Barbecue. Yo. Good to see you. You as well. Thank you. And last but not least, so far, coming to us from my neighbor state, the Show Me State of. Missouri. Uh, let's welcome the one, the only, Billy Up. Oh, he got his Oh, gosh, hang on a minute. <laughs> hey, what's up, everybody? Right? 
<laughs> you know what happened last time you drank that stuff on air? Yeah. That didn't uh, turn out well. This is not open. <laughs> oh, good. I'll think there's going to be another one open in this house. Probably Gun not. range only when I see them. We have a guest, uh, Jenyatta. Greetings from Skyatook, Oklahoma. Well, welcome to the show. We also have Defense Dad out there. Uh, 223 DMR says, Hillbilly, hello from Waynesville, Missouri. We got, we got Missouri out there, man. Missouri State. Yeah. The gun snob, of course, he's he's out of state on vacation, so it's a good thing Geniata's out there, so at least we have somebody from Oklahoma out there tonight. Well, Weston's out there, too. That's fair. Uh, Groucher Guy 879 is in the audience. We have 23 people out there. Wow. Woo-wee. Wow, wow, wow. All right, so I got a link I have to open here. And, whoops, don't do that. Hold on, just about did the wrong thing here. I almost kicked myself out of the chat. That would not have been good. We kicked barbecue out earlier, so. I know, right? Oh, my goodness. No, if you're going to open up another link, don't do it from the same window StreamYard's in. That does not work well. It actually does work. It does? Yeah, it works to bring the other link up. Mm-hmm. That's working as intended. Okay, so share screen. Here we go. And what we're looking at here is from 2alaw.com. It says, Featured Case State versus Anderson. And it goes on to read, In Becker, Minnesota, a 22-year-old man, Matthew Walker Anderson, is embroiled in a legal battle that could have far-reaching implications for gun owners across the state. Anderson is facing two felony charges for possessing privately made firearms that lack serial numbers. His mother, Sarah Forgus, has described the situation as a gross misuse of Minnesota law. The charges stem from an incident in May 2022 when Anderson and a friend were target shooting on private property in Sherburne County. A neighbor's complaint about firearm discharges led to the arrival of Sherburne County Sheriff's deputies. Despite no evidence supporting the neighbor's claim, Anderson was detained, his firearms confiscated, and he was informed of the impending felony charges. Anderson's attorney, Blair Nelson, argues that the state statute does not require privately made firearms to have serial numbers. He contends that if the state law does indeed ban such firearms, it should be deemed unconstitutional. Rob Doerr, Senior Vice President of Government Affairs with the Minnesota Gun Owners Caucus, agrees, stating that the prosecutor is misinterpreting poorly drafted legislation. He points out that before 1968, firearms were not even required to have serial numbers, yet they are still legal to own today. Forgus revealed that her son had consulted with an ATF agent prior to building his firearms to ensure he was abiding by all relevant laws. The agent reportedly confirmed that Anderson was not violating any federal or known state laws. As Anderson's distressing legal battle continues, gun owners across Minnesota are watching closely, aware of the potential implications this case could have on their rights. Then it says, help Walker win down at the bottom. So, uh, What's the website that you're getting this this from? This is from 2A Law. I'll go ahead and put a link to this website, and you can read all about it. You can also find the links to Help Walker on that website. Yes, there are links to donate to a legal defense fund and uh, to the legality of manufactured firearms from the Minnesota Gun Owners Caucus. So, uh, yeah, 
if you're out there on the YouTube side, I'll even put it. I can put that. I think it'll work if I post it in here also. So it can go out on Facebook and Twitch and they can see it too. So YouTube people might see two links out there. But I want all the viewers to be able to see what is what is going on with this. But do we have any comments on this? I think we have a gross misjustice going on here at the very least, don't you? Panel. Yeah, I mean, I kind of call bullshit. Yeah, especially when the guy supposedly cleared this with ATF agents before he ever did it. <laughs> ATF agents don't know squat. That's that's probably, <laughs> I mean, that's a mistake. He, he got actually the right information, but, you know, asking the ATF agent if it's legal is... Your local gun store probably knows more. Well, not only that, but I think uh, one of the other issues is it, I, when I had originally heard about this story, I thought he had contacted uh, local law enforcement. But if he really did contact ATF, ATF isn't going to know anything about Minnesota law. They're only going to care mm-hmm. about federal law. Yep. There's that, too. So, oddly enough, if we look out there in the chat, we have a message from Sarah for for guess I'm presuming I'm probably butchering the pronunciation of your name. I apologize. Uh, but uh, she contacted me before the show. Wanted to know if I'd bring this up. Oddly enough, I was already planning to discuss this anyway. So uh, she said that she would be out there in the audience and there she is. So uh, now the, article that I read, and I don't know if it's further down in, in this or not, but they're they're basing this on the Minnesota law for um, destroyed serial numbers. Yeah, is, let that me, fur, is it further down in there where they actually go into it? Let me bring that up real quick. Okay, and that is from The Truth About Guns. It says, why has a Minnesota man been charged with two felonies for making legal firearms for his own use? Yeah, I think must have been T-Tag that I originally mm-hmm. sent to you. Despite the best efforts of the Biden administration and the weaponized regulatory apparatus that is the ATF, it's still legal for Americans to build their own firearms in most of the United States. Since a now obscure California politician coined the goosebump-inducing moniker Ghost Gun almost a decade ago, the gun control industry latched on to it, and the media have compliantly echoed that term ever since. All the better to scare the bejesus out of low-information types and drive home the immediacy of the dire threat that homemade firearms pose to a peaceful society. While the Gun Control Act of 1968 mandated that anyone engaged in the business of making firearms had to get an FFL and serialize the guns they produce, Nothing in the law prevents an individual from making guns for their own use. Millions of Americans make what the ATF calls privately made firearms, or PMS, every year. As a result of the ongoing demonization campaign against homemade firearms, a number of the usual suspect states have passed laws mandating that people who build their own guns serialize and register them and undergo a background check. Most states, however, still recognize the right to make your own guns without any involvement by government functionaries. One of the many states that still allows its residents to make their own firearms is Minnesota. That's why the prosecution of Walker Anderson for the non-crime of possessing two guns he built himself is so baffling. Anderson is a 22-year-old auto mechanic and student who lives in Becker, Minnesota, northwest of Minneapolis in Sherburne County. In May of 2022, he and a friend were shooting on some private property near the town of Santiago. A nearby property owner called the local sheriff's department about the noise, and a couple deputies rolled up to check it out. The deputies quickly determined that Anderson and his friend were well within the law to be shooting in the rural area and began chatting with the two. Then one of the deputies asked to see the guns they were shooting. Anderson's mother, Sarah Forgus, describes her son as a nerd-level okay, rule can, follower. Can hmm? can I just say that you don't have a you don't have a child in Minnesota, do you? 
I mean, nerd level rule, nerd level rule follower. <laughs> that you sure? I mean, you sure? Have you like done a twenty three and Me DNA to find out if maybe you're somehow related to this kid? That <laughs> could be. I mean, uh, th- <laughs> fair enough. Uh, that's why before he built the guns, not only did he research Minnesota law himself, he asked a local FFL to make sure there was nothing in Minnesota law prohibiting him from building his own guns. He then bought one 80% lower online and a second one from a local gun store. No background check required to build this seven and a half inch AR pistol and 20 inch AR 10 rifle he was shooting that day. Being a mechanic, building the two guns was a fun project, and it was legal for him to do so. That's why Anderson thought nothing of letting the deputies look at his firearms. Like virtually every state, Minnesota has plenty of vague and poorly written laws on its books. One of them is Minnesota Statute 609.667 entitled Firearms, Removal or Alteration of Serial Number. The law was obviously intended to criminalize obliterating the serial number of a commercially manufactured firearm, as so many criminals routinely do. Here's the entire language of the law. Whoever commits any of the following acts may be sentenced to imprisonment for not more than five years or to a payment or fine of not more than $10,000 or both. 1. Obliterates, removes, changes, or alters a serial number or other identification of a firearm. 2. Receives or possesses a firearm, the serial number or other identification of which has been obliterated, removed, changed, or altered. Or 3. Receives or possesses a firearm that is not identified by a serial number. As used in this section, serial number or other identification means a serial number and other information required under USC Title 26, Section 5842 for the identification of firearms. Item 3 above is the one that has resulted Walker Anderson facing two felony charges. In the context of the law, it's clearly intended to prohibit the possession of a commercially manufactured gun with a serial number that's been removed. That, however, isn't how the deputies or Sherburne County Sheriff Joel Brout have chosen to interpret the law. Brock charged Anderson with two felony counts of violating 609.667. That was a surprise to Anderson and his family, not only because Anderson's father volunteered to work for Brock's election effort, but also because Brock has campaigned and portrays himself as a staunch gun rights supporter. He sent this letter out to county residents when the Minnesota legislature was considering a range of new gun control bills. Yeah, sheriffs are elected officials and yeah. Minnesota's pretty blue. So I won't read the I, I won't read the uh, letter but you can probably guess. Now is there in that county it, does that county have like Minneapolis in it or something like that or is this uh, a fairly no. rural county do we know? I think it's probably a neighboring county. I'm going to okay. go ahead and put a link to that out there on YouTube. The thing I'm curious about is, uh, you know, e- even if the sheriff said we're charging with us, at the end of the day, the district attorney has the choice on whether to prosecute that or not. Um, yeah, the sheriffs don't make the determination. Of yeah. That, and frankly, I'm surprised that the sheriff arrested him if they'd already been out there and determined he was fine. I'm just, I'm. Well, it, this also plays into another thing of. His mother don't... says, no, it's northwest of the Twin Cities and very, very conservative. Okay. So, because I was just wondering if it was, you know, a district attorney that's trying to, uh, oh, you know, make a name for themselves. 100% like that. it's a district attorney trying to make a name for themselves. Oh, that's oh, sure. exactly what's going on. Yeah. But if it's, uh, you know, a very conservative county or whatnot that seems like a bad play for this uh this, da well the da is so um but i mean this just is further proof that hey you know don't just hand stuff over um you know i, I understand everybody's like oh you know i'm not doing anything wrong you know the cops are saying i'm good to go um then you know you're having a good conversation with them or anything uh then you know and even still, like if you're having a conversation, 
if that conversation is relating to why they were uh, called there in the first place, they're still fishing. Um, I, at that point, I would not be talking about anything that remotely relates to uh, why they were called there. If they're like, hey, you know, sure is nice nice weather. Yeah, absolutely nice weather, you know. 70 degrees today and blah, 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 or something like that. And they're like, yeah, so, uh, you know, like, what kit was that gun or, you know, whatever that case may be. No, he's still fishing for information there. And obviously, we don't know what the context of their conversation was or anything like that. But either way, it uh, lulled this guy into a false sense of security where, you know, he just apparently handed over uh, his firearm and then they're like, oh, hey, this has no serial number, which, you know, unless there is something very clear where, you know, they had scratched something out, which, again, if this was a kit build, there's no serial number on it. Um, So... Uh, man, this is really just disgusting. And I'm still, the other thing I'm curious about is how a judge is letting it go forward. Because it hasn't been to a judge yet. But if they're they're charging them, uh, shouldn't they have to go in front of a judge and a grand jury to say, hey, we're taking this? Possibly. Possibly. I don't know if he's. Well, you know, you're guilty until proven innocent. There's also a link in this second article for the uh, for the fund. So he is on his third judge. Oh, he's on his third judge. That's what What? Sarah says out there. Wow. So wow. So any one of those three could have. To us, oh, yeah. this, this is, and I don't know all of Minnesota's laws on this. I know what's here in the article. If that's if that's the one they're charging him with, that's obviously by the letter of the law, but it's outside the spirit of the law. Absolutely. Well, well, what was they that? Third maybe watch uh, some of our menstruation about how scary and. Uh, ghost guns were, and so you know, um, and they're all illegal, they say. So, Sarah says, first judge retired, second judge was temporary due to COVID. Now he's with the final judge. Wow, Gizzer, could you reread that third section again? It that reread what the, the number three, the one he's, yeah. Oh, okay, let me back up here. Sorry. All right, let's see. Receives or possesses receives a or possesses a firearm that is not identified by <clears throat> a serial number. Yeah, I mean, obviously, that's not what that's referring to. Right, as I said, it's the letter of the law, not the spirit of the law, because once again, it's a bad, badly written law. Very. I mean, what if he received a firearm that was pre-68? Yeah, that's... You know, I mean, right. heck, I have a Winchester Model 68. Uh, it's a single-shot bolt-action 22. does not have a serial number. So the it goes still... on to say, and the only plea he was offered still had him pleading guilty to felony charge with a downward sentencing to gross misdemeanor. Which we could not agree to, so it is set to trial. Is he still in custody? That I don't know. I mean, that would be so sad. Let's see. It references a federal law under the statute, but yeah, the prosecutor is saying stuff. federal law does not apply. Hmm. Again, it's, it's a poorly written law. And the prosecutor is trying to make a name. Look, I got these. I got this kid with ghost guns, and we're going to put him away for having them. Yeah, we got a lot of political stuff going on out here, folks. Mm-hmm. And this is not. This isn't just happening in Minnesota. It's happening all over the place. But yeah, if we don't stand up and put a stop to this stuff, we're all in trouble. We are all in trouble. So 
This isn't just this isn't just a Minnesota problem. This is a problem for all of us because it could happen anywhere. Look at the nightmare they put Rittenhouse through, and you and we had ample video of that that it was self defense all three times. Oh yeah, and there's still people arguing that point. And they put him in jail and put him through that whole trial for it. Yeah, the the kid barely escaped with his life, and now they basically took whatever life he had away from him. Um, that's a really interesting comment that Sarah just put up. Well, she's she's right. They that is if they if they've if DNR <laughs> they probably they probably confiscated them from poachers or whatever. Minnesota DNR auctioned off multiple unserialized seized firearms. Wow. Uh, let's see, Chad Kelly's out there. Uh, Woods is out there. I know I've missed some people coming in because we've just been so busy talking about all this. So I apologize if I said Michael Pogue is out there. I did see Vanessa Kitty earlier. And uh, so if I didn't throw your name out there, I'm not ignoring you. Just wanted to let you know. Sarah says, no, he is not in custody. He was detained and questioned on the property, but released. He's been home. Just graduated from college on Wednesday. Yep, proud mom moment. That's what he should be. Uh, yeah, one hundred percent. Don't thank thank the Lord that he's not in custody because sometimes this ends up where they hold him in custody until you know it comes to trial, and so. But this should have never happened to start out with. So what what you've got? What I'm what I'm gathering by what she's saying out there is you've got a deputy know the law or thought he knew the law doesn't and passed it along to the sheriff who then passed it along to the DA who salivated at it and grabbed it up yeah but they tend to Looks like to me they tend to pick and choose when they do this well, because they, you know it's talking about auctioning do. off unserialized firearms last year. So yeah, well, how many how many uh, January sixth rioters are still in jail, and how mm-hmm. many how many from the uh, Black Lives Matter riots are in, are still in jail? Yeah, yeah. Gun snobs out there, all the yeah, way from screw that guy. His Slacker. vacation. You remember him? He used to be on this show. Could be in here participating. Gunstop? Yeah, you remember him. Ain't he the one with the pierced nose? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he is. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. Chessboard says, if they're illegal, how can they be auctioned off? Exactly. Weston says, does federal law require serial numbers on personally made firearms? No. Only if you're in the business of making firearms. Right. Now, if you uh, if you got yourself a hundred polymer eighty builds and you know claim they were all going to be yours, then you're in the business of making firearms. I mean, Plain Nut seven six seven says New Jersey has one so onerous the CMP stopped shipping guns here for two months and took a letter from the AG to get that sorted out. Wow. Chicago oh. Mike the Shooter's out there. He says we have to register our firearms so by glad January. I got out of Illinois. Yeah. But like I say, it's not just Minnesota and it's not just Illinois. Where's it gonna be next? Wisconsin. Well, what? See what hopefully they don't come to these parts of the country. Minnesota and Wisconsin and Illinois needs are all those FUDs to quit worrying about just their shotguns and start worrying about everybody else that's mm-hmm. out there that doesn't just have their deer hunting rifle. Chad Kelly says you really only need a serial number if you sell it to someone else. According to federal law. Right. Well, Bernie no, Sanchez is out there, by the way. Under federal law, you don't have to have a serial number. 
as long as you're making it for your personal use, but I yes. don't believe you can sell it. Well, no, you can still sell it, but you can't make it just to sell because then you're in business. Now, if you made it and you're like, eh, I don't like this, you're, you're still allowed to sell it. You sure about that? 100%. Okay. Just I, no different than I if you took it into. I am not a lawyer. So. <laughs> but it, Travis part T of that says does you depend on. sell a homemade firearm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, part of that's also going to depend on your state and local laws. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. you know, as your mileage may vary. I am not yeah. a lawyer. I did not sleep in a. <laughs> Where would he? Oh, is it Holiday Inn? Is it Holiday? No, it's not Holiday. Uh, Inn. Holiday Inn Express. Holiday Inn Express. Okay. You were I did close. Not sleep... I did not sleep at a Holiday Inn Express either. <laughs> Well, the views and opinions expressed by Gizzard Gary, the views and opinions of Gizzard Gary only, does not reflect the views and opinions of the panel, anybody in the audience, the ATF, fuck them, CIA, um, FBI, any of the alphabet agencies, and Pepperidge Farm. But I will express an opinion, and while I don't necessarily speak for the panel, I think I can safely say that just about everybody in here is backing up this kid and the family and... Hope like heck you can get this stuff thrown out so yeah. somebody maybe can learn a lesson that you can't do this stuff. That's what's got to happen. So you got to get shut down. The problem with this kind of stuff is that there's no repercussions for the people who bring this stuff. Like the mm-hmm. prosecutor of Kyle Rittenhouse, that prosecutor faced no repercussions for this. This prosecutor is going to face no repercussions for this. The ATF is getting smacked down in court. They're getting stuff tossed out. What happens? They just use taxpayer money and go back and refile it again. Now, Abby Finnegan's out there. She says, I'm not registering a goddamn thing. Government can give their balls a tug. Government probably likes that. Where did that come from? Ah, yeah. Abby's but, up there in Minnesota too, I believe. So what? What worries me about this whole thing is, at the end of the day, when you look at the way that law is written, poorly I, written, I, like a good majority of them. Poor, you can or, say it's poorly written, or you can say make the argument that it's very clear. If you receive receive or possess, you're in violation. Um, and with that, I, I feel like it, it it's going to be a very big uphill battle. Because, um, like you said, Obi, uh, you know, let, there's the letter of the law and there's the spirit of the law. Spirit of the law, this should have never, you know, been an issue. But with the letter of the law, with the way that's written, you know, this sucks. All the trainings I ever had, um, you know, when they talked about, you know, hey, if you've got to go to court and sit there and uh, as a witness or whatever, uh, you know, they'd always tell us, hey, don't get smart with the lawyer because there's a reason they go to school for seven years. They're smart. You know, they're, they're going to make you look stupid. If you get one in on a lawyer, congrats, but you're, you're going to pay for it later. He's going to make you look like an idiot. Um, and you know, the other thing they'd always tell us is, you know, the law is black and white, you know, no gray, don't try and interpret it. It's this or that. And unfortunately, if you look at it as this or that, you know, it says this and, you know, like, damn, that's, I don't like it, but. Yeah, but that's a subsection of of the law that says obliterates or defaces. Yes. So it's not black and white that it's possess or receive. It's underneath the the section, section. that says the obliterate. Yes, yes. I, I I agree one hundred percent. But is a defense attorney going to be able to separate that out enough to a jury to make them go, you know, this section speaks to this issue 
and then this subsection says receives or possesses. But since, you know, the main section of this was never the issue in the first place, you know, we should be acquitted and walk out of here with prejudice, you know, never have this brought back again, um, you know, or is the jury going to be confused on what to do? Cause I mean, to you and me, and I think everybody on the panel, it, it seems black and white, you know, because of that first part where it mentions the obliteration, but, uh, unfortunately the state's going to, uh, try and twist this. Yeah. But you, you got to look at it this way. You need one person out of 12. Yep. Yeah. But that only gets you a, a hung jury. Okay. Well, no, I, I agree. Like, Hey, you know, he walks, but then if they want to try it again, you, you're going right back to court. And then and you, you need one, then you need one, one person out of 20 or one person out of 12. Okay, so Sarah says, and a plain text reading mm -hmm. means all firearms. So, so all those Minnesotans who have hunting rifles pre nineteen sixty eight are felons. Hmm. By the letter of the law, yes, not by the spirit of the law, because it's it's a poorly written law. Yeah, or it's and poorly. If they're not gonna if they're not gonna apply it equally across the board. Obviously, they're not. I mean, you and I know that. Then, you know, justice is definitely not being done here. And that kid, you know, and she's talking about the nerd level of uh, cooperation and, you know, doing the right thing. And you made a little joke about him checking before he did it just to make sure he was right, which is a reference to something I did a couple of years ago. But... uh I got the point, and you're right. But he did everything he should have done. And he was told he was okay, and he did it. And then then he got brought up on charges? Well, yeah. Yeah, that's and just a game. That's just a game that's him. being played there. Mm -hmm. Totally they're, a game. They're using him as a pawn. Yes. And it's disgusting. It was disgusting when they did it with Kyle Rittenhouse. It was it's disgusting every time they do it. Mm-hmm. You know, and somebody talked about Matt Hoover earlier. Now, I'm going to give an unpopular opinion here. Matt was his own worst enemy. Matt did stuff that he never should have done, that he thought he could get away with because he thought he was big enough to do it. I'm sorry, but you can't accept $5,000 gifts to avoid the the taxes on it. He did plenty of stuff that he never should have done. Whether uh, whether you want to whether you want to get into it about the key card, which was total BS, I will agree with that. But he did plenty of other stuff that he never should have done. He intentionally put himself in the limelight. Uh, he says just so he could take the fall, which he did, you know, but. Uh, Regardless of what his intentions were and how inadvisable that was, he's still being railroaded. Um, I don't mean to switch off of uh, CRS or anything, but uh, if Sarah's still out there, uh, have they contacted uh, Minnesota Gun, Over Gun Owners Caucus or anything like that? She said he was well represented. Walker is very well represented and in good hands. So I don't know exactly who. I mean, I don't like what happened what happened to Matt and why it happened because of the, the key card, mm -hmm. but he brought a lot of that stuff on himself. Yeah. A good a good many of those charges he brought on himself and deserved. Well, you gotta realize that like a lot of up and coming not everybody, but a lot of up-and-coming people in our uh, genre of entertainment on the YouTube side. He put himself on the edge to gain attention to himself. This is my opinion. Obviously, he did, trying to 
you know, gain attention to his channel and all that stuff, which he was. He was getting a ton of attention. He went from a very small channel to a big one in a fairly short amount of time. But uh, unfortunately, he, as the saying goes, he effed around and he found out. So. Yeah, I'm pretty sure, uh, if I remember correctly, the uh, government has like a 98% conviction rate. It's well, the federal government, that is. Sarah says Minnesota Gun exactly. Owners Caucus has been involved since almost day one. So there you go. That's awesome. Good. She's doing all the right things. Okay. That's one thing so, I did want to say is I do admire her uh, tenacity and uh, persistence uh, getting this out there. Um, oh, making yeah. it known, um, letting the community know what's going on, because there's a lot of people out there that just would not have a clue um, if she wasn't contacting you know people like you, Gizzard, and saying, "Hey, you know, this is what's going on, with my son. You know, any chance you can help out by just you know spreading the word." I mean, um, that's, that's solid. That's solid parenting right there. Yes, 100%. I really, Sarah, I really appreciate you reaching out to me because. It's one thing to read a news article and talk about it. It's yet another to have somebody who's totally involved, you know, in this from the ground level up that can answer questions out there in the chat and kind of puts a personal spin on things. So uh, definitely thank you for reaching out to me. Uh, Weston says Matt was pushing the envelope on key cards and he knew it and they called his bluff. That's what happens. I don't agree, but the risks were known. Travis T said Hoover definitely poked the bear, but the machine gun charges work. I'm not. I'm not arguing the machine gun charges. Huh. Those are huh. abs- those are absolute crap. The conspiracy and the other stuff that he was charged with, those are pretty much valid. Weston says doesn't mean we support his case, though. I, I support him 100 percent on the on the machine yeah. gun charges. The the Hayden you know, taking gifts and trips and cash to to circumvent it and everything else. No, I'm not going to support that. Okay. Sarah says, thank you for discussing this. Once again, thank you. And uh, those uh, links are out there, those two uh, news articles. I'll also uh, put them in the... Uh, I'll put them in the comments after the show's over. So everybody, if you want to go back and read those, you'll be able to. So uh, definitely thank you for stopping by on that. And uh, just one other thing, if you could, you know, possibly, you know, just keep us updated as things go along. Uh, oh, yeah. Great. I, I realize she probably has a ton going on, um, you know, and it's not going to be on the top of her priority list, probably like, oh, you know, uh, you know this just happened. You know, let's contact every YouTuber uh, that we can to uh say hey this is what's going on but you know uh the ones that she can uh contact and let know um so uh, the community has an update what's going on and uh how we can further help uh down the road um you know that'd be awesome so Sorry, I'm on another tab here playing with something else right at the moment. Okay. So, uh, yes, Sarah, definitely. If you've got any updates on this, uh, feel free to reach out to me. You already know how to get a hold of me on Facebook and everything. And uh, if we need to further discuss or, you know, do some more on another show, I'm totally open to that. I'm done discussing it. Can we move on to something? something can we move more? on to something? Yeah, can we else? move on to something important now? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Send all your hate mail to shootingleftandcenter at gmail.com. <laughs> oh, looky here. Look who's out there in the chat. C4 Defense. No, oh, that guy. Yeah. Just in time, after we've discussed all the really important yeah. stuff, then here but comes Sarge. Seriously, been... Sarah, we're, we're hoping everything works out for him. Yeah. Quickly. Yep. Uh Best of wishes. Let us know what we can do to help. 
Okay, so. Well, I guess that's fairly good timing based on what time of the evening oh, it is. Did we get there already? Look at that. We look, did. Look how I helped you fill the first hour oh, of your show. snap. I'm going to start you, doing this more often. I gotta comb, I'm got i going to comb through stuff and send you show topics since you won't do it yourself. Well, you really oh. should. Well, this one kind of fell on my lap, but uh, not to make light of the plight of this uh, this young man. No, I'm not. Yeah. Absolutely not making oh, light of no. this young man. <clears throat> absolutely plight. not. Did Sarah say what he got a degree in? She said that he, you know had just graduated college. Just you know, out of I, I curiosity. Don't know if she's still not that it really matters. Not. But. Uh, People out there are confusing me. But I get confused a lot. Mm-hmm. I want to remind everybody. Oh, you, yeah, Sarah's still out there. Uh, Guns and Barbecue was asking Sarah what his degree was in. And uh, I want to remind everybody that it is Friday, which means it is Free Patch Friday out on gearwebsites.com. And so, but, uh, and, uh, Gear websites has patches, stickers, and other two A items. Defense dead, you son of a bitch. (laughs) Anyway, uh, don't take it from me. Let's uh, let's hear from Gear websites and. He'll tell us all about it. GearWebsites.com is your source for firearms-based playing cards and books. We also have mugs, shirts, and posters with designs that we've made live. Of course, we have patches. Every Friday is Free Patch Friday. We appreciate your support. Thank you for shopping at GearWebsites.com. Yeah, definitely. Making comments like this will not endear you to my co-host. Son of a bitch. Oh, what's it say? He said, wait, did the bald guy just say he was going to comb through stuff? Oh, Oh, look, we have another panelist. Uh, Let's welcome aboard Sergeant C4 Defense. Yo, yo, yo. What's up? What is up? I'm just back from an excellent night at the baseball game. A pro baseball game or high school? How many touchdowns did they win by? Minor league. They won by six touchdowns, which was a high score, 11 to 5. I was really hoping he meant like 36 runs. I was going to be like, that's incredible. And vicariously, I gained, I got two game use balls for some of the younger kids in our large group from my wife's work. Since my kids are older than that now. I was able to uh, to make oh, eye contact. You went down there with your little your little trick. Get your kid, well, get somebody else's kid, and go down there oh, yeah. and get yourself a get yourself a game used got ball. Them push got the them kid, balls. push the kid away. Get another kid, get another ball. Nope. You, do you know that the first baseball, like one of the like people that worked for the for the team, was walking up the ramp and he like intercepted it. I'm like, are you kidding me? And then he handed it right to the kid that it was intended for. Because I'm like, I'm going to murder you. <laughs> you don't hand it to that kid. But he did. Ladies and, ladies and gentlemen, the views and opinions expressed by Sergeant C4 Defense are the views and opinions of Sergeant C4 Defense. It was Defense. only theoretical. It was no, only theoretical. Qualified oh, you immunity. You theoretically mirror. So, okay. so Sarah answered the question from earlier, mechanic. So he's got a degree in being a mechanic. All right. Very nice. Good. Very cool. All right. So what did I miss before? I know you can't well, like rehash we all were, of it. We were discussing the case against that young man in Minnesota that got accused of making homemade firearms illegally. Oh, I don't know about and, it. Uh, was I was accused. actually contacted. His mother contacted me before the show and wanted to throw up some really? other information. And she's been out there. Her name hmm. is Sarah. She's out there in the YouTube chat right now with us. Mama Bear's out there kicking butt for for little boy Walker. Yeah, I don't know much about it, but that's 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 good that she's out there. I don't know anything about it, so I can't I can't form an opinion. He made uh, an AR-15 pistol and an AR-10, but eighty percent lowers completed them. Somebody got a noise complaint while he was out there shooting. The deputy showed up. 
they detained and questioned him, and he's been charged with a felony under Minnesota law. It was the law against obliterating or defacing serial numbers in the third subsection. It's not accurate. Well, let me finish. The third yes. subsection of that law says anyone who possesses or receives a firearm without a serial number. And that's what hmm. they're prosecuting so under. by that very specific subsection, hmm. by the letter of the law, by the hmm. spirit of the law, he is not. Hmm. Mm-hmm. It sounds really. like that is a violation of an unjust law. That's what it sounds hmm. like. Because he should be able to create a firearm for his own use, provided he's of age. Well, he should be able to create one. It's just the selling of those without firearms that well, is technically illegal. And that that little subsection would also apply to any pre nineteen sixty eight firearm without a that serial number. So, or or even further back. That is that is true. I think actually... it's like when they like standardized it. Like, there's a lot before that 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 in that that some that had fire that had serial numbers and some that oh, didn't. Yeah, some but, yeah. Some sixty-eight was like the was like the night was the date where like okay, guys, you gotta have. Yeah, that sounds like a violation of an unjust law. Yeah, definitely. Ghost Tactical is out there. Pat in the bunkers is out there. We have 28 people out there in the audience. and uh, wow. Yeah, I saw that when I, uh, when I logged in. There was a lot of likes. Yeah, it's been a lively... I would don't, I would don't really lively, suggest the thumbs down, but it wasn't accurate. It's been a lively show, and we have been on the 2A all day, as they say. So this has been one of the more relevant and so far right on shows that we've done. So it's probably about time to go through the panel and start our last segment, which is called What Did You Learn? And I'm going to ask all the panelists what they learned in tonight's show and what they got coming up. So Obnoxious One, what did you learn this evening? I learned that Instagram still hates me. Aw, we love you. So what you got coming up? Stuffing things. I might, yeah, I might, I might shake it up and do some things and stuff this week. Who knows? I don't know. Yeah, it's worth. You got to do that every once in a while. Yeah. I think I've been a little under the weather, so I probably won't have anything coming out next week. But I should be able to get back out and do some stuff next week and get some stuff filmed. been joined by my co-host here in the apartment my cat and channel partner George Grayson cat is here Bobby thanks for thanks for being here we always enjoy having you guns and barbecue what did you learn uh I learned two things that last photo of the magazines that was Pat you said right yes all right so I learned that Pat does not want to have to do any quick reloads because those magazines hit the ground now. Um, the other thing I learned is Snob's five heads getting bigger. Alrighty. And what do you have coming up? Oh, shows things that I have coming up. Um, Tuesday show, 11 p.m. Uh, go ahead, tune into that. We just did uh, book club for the first time in several months, so that was fun. Uh, actually, I thought it was a pretty darn um, So this Tuesday, we'll announce whatever the new book is going to be for the month of August. Um, so you, if you're interested in that at all, tune in. Uh, we'll discuss, uh, discuss other stuff and things. Uh, waiting for it. No? Nothing? All right. Um so, yeah, just that. So thanks for the invite. As always, Gizzard, thank you. Yeah, you bet. And I'm sure he doesn't have to talk to you because he'll have his lawyers talk to you. So I know. They're pretty nice people. Well, you should be well acquainted with them, let's put it that way. 
I am. So hillbilly up, but thanks for being here, by the way. Hillbilly up. What did you learn? Well, first of all, I want to say hi to George. And anyway, I learned that Obi spends a lot of time setting up for a picture. Buddy. They look great. I'm going to give you that. Well, that's, a, that's the taking it out and getting, getting the gun out there, getting the camera out, letting it equalize because it's, you know, balls hot out there today. Yeah. You got to let the camera equalize. Getting it all set up and taking take you take twenty or thirty or forty pictures and then you bring everything back inside and start looking through them and deciding which one is the best to start working with and then you work with it and end up with a picture that you think is pretty good and you get thirty five people to like it. So sweet. I, I understand. And man, that little crick there or whatever, that's always sweet looking. Always enjoy your picks. All right, Hillbilly, what you got coming up? You got a show tomorrow? Yes, sir. You got guns, beer, and therapy tomorrow night, nine o'clock central, ten o'clock eastern. And y'all get a chance, stop by and we just try to have a good time over there. Um, got some videos coming out. Um, I think I got a short coming out tomorrow and then, uh, video Monday, I believe. And so, yeah, just, uh, do some videos and trying not to get outside a whole lot if I can help from it. Cause it's just hotter than baked tater out there, man. So Mike Oxmall, I uh, thanks for being here, by the way. Mike Oxmall wants to know, Gizzard Gary, who is your favorite hen? Obviously, it's obnoxious one because he bothers to come and stay for the entire show every week. So has to be my favorite. You want to say that name again? Mike Oxmall. Okay, Michael, I believe is his name, probably. Say, saying it slower. Mm-hmm. First, first time you said it, I was like... He's probably relation to Clint Torres. I don't know. Probably. Might be. But uh, at any rate, thanks to all the panelists for being here and making this a great show. And I want to thank everybody out there in the audience for watching, whether you watched out there on YouTube, Facebook, or Twitch, or if you're watching in replay or listening to the podcast on any of the podcast platforms out there. I appreciate you being out there. Also, a special thanks to all of the members, my YouTube members, who contribute to help the channel. I certainly do appreciate it. So thanks to all of you. Uh, got a hot weekend coming up. So everybody be careful out there. Try to stay cool. I don't want anybody getting overheated or anything like that. So uh, try to be safe and all that. Uh, don't forget, uh, when this is done, go over to uh, the weekly 2A wrap-up on the Gun Websites channel. And uh, so everybody have a safe and pleasant weekend. And I want to remind everybody out there that if anyone tries to infringe on your right to keep and bear arms, well, George can tell you what to do. You give him the bird. So anyway, this is Gizzard Gary. Thanks for watching. My panel's going to give their last shout out and then I'm going to run the credits. So go panel, go. We'll see y'all. See you on the range. Y'all come back, you hair. That's rope. <laughs> Adios, Felicia. It's by Felicia in Spanish. Good night, everybody. Thanks for listening. Foul Territory is a production of Gizzard Gary Productions and is streamed live every Friday at 9 p.m. on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch, and released as an audio podcast on Apple Podcast, Podbean, Google Podcast, Spotify, Amazon Music, Pandora, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, Player FM, Listen Notes, Samsung, and Podchaser. For more information... 
visit our website at gizzardberry.com. <laughs>